All right, and we're live. Hello, everyone. It is Charlie and Aaron back here, here for another week of the Minnesota Enthusiast Podcast. So, yay. We're still in, in at we're, our respective homes. We're still in quarantine for a, for a little while longer. Um, yeah. Surviving. Yeah, well. We figure... We'll, we'll try to give you some content. Well, we will give you some content because that's our job. Yeah, because, see, that's the thi- thing. And we've meant, we mentioned this last episode. Like, the problem is that all sports are really kind of canceled. So we don't have a whole, whole lot of content. We can't that, talk about what's going on. We in can't the talk about world. anything without making it super political, which we're not trying you know, to do here. What's so. even more interesting to all you listeners out there, I can't even talk about the Billboard charts without getting a little yeah yeah that's but you know what we'll do our best not to think politically because we both we just we don't want to want to provide you a friendly free environment yeah because in these two people just talk about what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. yeah and you know we we just don't want to make you mad yeah in these dark foreboding times, we need to have a little sense of happiness and joy. You know, we have lights at the end of the tunnel. God, oh. <laughs> yes, yeah. Anyway, uh, nothing really crazy happening in the world of sports. Like, I know some sports are actually starting to come back. Like, I know Indy and NASCAR are uh, doing uh, events without fans. <laughs> oh, sorry, That's I had to burp. Like. I know Indian Indian NASCAR are coming back without fans. Golf is also back without fans. A lot of like and a lot of sports are already in talks of coming back. Like let's hope we can at least have more to talk about cuz like it's uh we're we're at a level of pure speculation right now. Yeah, this is pure speculation honestly just cuz even of, even if the even if the sources we get the information from are saying it, we really don't have a clue. Yeah. We will what what as far as I know, we have Korean baseball, we have Belarusian soccer and we have Indy NASCAR racing. We also have UFC 249. Yeah, uh the UFC is doing their supposed fight island island in the coming weeks like i know really these last few weeks they've been doing shows in jacksonville and then i think they're here i'll look look up what their next event is i I, because i I think uh, their next event might be in vegas might be either in vegas or someplace i believe georgia florida and nevada are three states where you can go and do your recreational activity okay yeah yeah uh so i looked it up uh their next fight their next uh card i should say is is going to be may 30th at their apex center in in vegas in 10 days isn't it i yeah it's in a couple it's like next weekend i should say so and they've and they've made it work like i've been sort of kind of following up on it just because like i'm not overly i'm into mma it's just like i'm never just like sporadically i should say but they're being they're actually taking it seriously they're doing tests so far they've only had like one person test test positive for the virus but other than that they've went on smoothly so who knows i've been unable to watch it because i think you need to pay money for it yeah it's on they it's on ESPN Plus, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're on ESPN Plus now. They were on Fox, but they are on ESPN Plus now. Yeah. Well, I still am a bit questioning how two people fighting each other yeah. is allowed, but 12 people on a field isn't. And that's just my own view. You can disagree yeah. with it. Yeah, that's... Perhaps it's because there's less personnel involved in MMA and in yeah, WWE I, yeah, like I was, I saw like images of it. It's like they had like you know the judges table. It was like pushed out away from the cage. The same with like the announcers' tables. Like literally, 
it was only same with like the cornermen men as well. Like it was very spaced out and very ominous, I should say. So maybe it's also because there's not as many fighters as there are athletes in other sports. Yeah. That could be another thing. Yeah, well, I think the UFC has like I forget, like maybe two thousand or plus fighters under contract, and like the card would. Here, I'm going to actually look up that card because I think, like, for their card, they only had, like, a dozen or so actual f- fighters. So, uh, let's see. Well, this this is an interesting thought that I just came up with is, is they – Yeah, so they had, like, 20 or two or so fighters on, on the card, so. So – I'm not sure if money has to do with anything, but they're out there risking. They they know what the risks are, and if they're passionate about it, I mean, I'm not gonna say no that you can't do that because they're still doing that. So yeah, you really can't knock them, it, especially like since they're like the only really thing keeping sustainability right now. Now since like every other sport is offline. So, did you know that all elite wrestling has fans now? In the oh, stands? I didn't know that. Like, I so, knew that they were doing it there. I knew they were doing shows at the Jacksonville Jaguars HQ. I didn't know they had fans in the stands. So, so I got this off a Wrestling Inc. podcast. If you are in the area and you're wearing a mask and you got your, you, they zapped your temperature and you're good to go. You're allowed in, but you got to be at a safe distance. Okay, I, I mean, was like, dang. I mean, at least they're trying to – at least they're trying something different. Because like, Keith Slater said in an interview with them, not performing in front of a crowd is – everyone doesn't like it. And yeah, why, no, like – How could you? Yeah, no, that's how like – How could you? A lot of wrestling matches, like pro wrestling matches, they need the – atmosphere of the crowd to like be actually good so like the only positives that came out of it are they're being a little more cinematic and they're not interrupted in promos Mm -hmm. but it's just not the same yeah it really i watch it and it's just not the same yeah it really isn't so and that's what like that's the same thing that like a lot of other sports sports are concerned about like you know basketball hockey they all have like fan the best part is like the fan interactment and like the fans in the crowd like it's just going to be really hard so well with basketball before the shutdown the golden state warriors are going to pull off that yeah and i believe they had they had a sign on the arena that said this may increase your chances of getting this disease this yeah. virus so proceed at your own caution yeah well i think the reason for that was more or less because uh because santa clara was like one of the cities that got hit hard when the everything first That's started. Just south california isn't it yeah because it's um south california northeast and uh florida somewhat that area but yeah. um yeah, I saw something about a twenty fourteen playoff bracket in the NHL and do you know about that one? No, I don't. Don't like so I yeah. saw it on ESPN and I didn't get all the teams, but apparently the wild would be in the playoffs under that format and they'd be the they'd be the highest seed. Wait, twenty or the lowest seed. Okay. Okay, so here, I actually I'm going to look it up because I, I think 2014 might have been our first year with uh, Boudreaux. Uh, let me see. Okay. Oh, wasn't here. I'm gonna. It wasn't with Boudreaux because he was still with the Ducks. So I'm, but that's curious because I remember. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh wait. Uh okay, yeah, yeah. Um so 2014 Wild was our first year like we had Parise and Suter. Suter after that their was a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, no, nah, it was 2014, 2015, so well, that was about 6 years ago. Yeah, about Yeah. Cuz it was when we had Mike Yo as our coach. So it was yeah, that's I, an episode. That's an idea for an episode. Rank all the coaches for every Minnesota team. Well, honestly, it's. I think the only real good coach we've had was Jacques Lemecht back when we first had the team. I don't even know. Let's just say he I was heard the one name. Hall of, Hall of Fame coach. Uh, had a really great scheme, scheme and setup for a lot of his teams teams so but yeah it's just like that's the thing with the why with the wild right now like the big our big issue right now now with the wild is the parise and suitor contract tracks just because like they're so big and we can't move them till 2025 or that's when the contracts well, end or 2025 it, it doesn't it doesn't help or benefit the team to have a different coach every like three years. Yeah. Well, honestly, uh, I, I think honestly, I know it's probably going to be, uh, I don't know if I should say this, but I really kind of wanted Boudreaux to be fired, fired after last, not after last season. The reason I say that is because if you look at Boudreaux's history, usually he's a coach who has, good regular seasons but when it comes to the playoffs he usually gets you to like ahead like two to three games in a series and then just completely falls apart and loses the last last bit which is not something we really need we just need to get to the dang playoffs and get past the first round yeah because i think the last time we got back past the first round was like back in 2011 2012 when we beat the avalanche so because we didn't face the Blackhawks. Yeah, we didn't play, face the Blackhawks. The one year we didn't face the Blackhawks. Ever since then, it's just been dread. But I, I, I think that – sorry for starting. So, we just have – my dad said this, and it made a little sense. We don't have a star on our team. We just have a bunch of, like, above-average players. Yeah, that's the that's the no thing. No one can rise to the occasion. Yeah, like I think I think the Wild should really be concerned about like the future. I think the Wild should really be very really consider who like you know the Seattle expansion drafts coming up next year. Year they seriously got to think about who they want to keep keep because I I don't know. I know we can't move Parise or Suter just based on on because their contracts include no trade clauses. Um, I I think we definitely need to protect Dumba just because he's our rocket of defense. Defense. Um, I think Fiala also has earned a spot. Kevin Fiala. Uh, probably also Dubnik, considering he's the he's not a good goalie, but he is the goal goalie we kind of need from from prolapsing on the ice. But, yeah, I think the one thing that concerns me is what's Koivu doing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Koivu, but, like, is he retiring or are we moving him? Because I'd rather just think he should retire. It's not like me trying to push the clock on him. He can do what he wants to. But I just – it just kind of makes me feel sad we couldn't get him a cup. He was a great captain for us for the time he was here. I don't know much about hockey. But I will agree on all those that you just said. Yeah, because I don't like our goalie. I don't even think we've had a great goalie for a long time. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Maybe, like, typically, like goalies are the big pre, are like the pre, pre get 
you need to pay the premium yes. for because like you need a, you need a a goalie that can save mm-hmm. and an offense that can score. Yeah, we don't even have either of those really. Yeah, well the thing, well that's sort of the thing thing like the issue. See, when it comes to the pre-saints, it goes back to the pre-saints suitor contracts. Parise, he's a good bottom six guy. Guy, he's still able to keep pace for even for kind of kind of lackluster luster. Like he's fine. The big issue is with Suter. He really is just kind of been having injury after injury, and then just really not not living up to what we're paying him. So that's the big issue with it. So yeah, I I'm wearing a tie right now, mm-hmm. but. I it pains me to say this, but out of the big four, if you include the loons, I don't I have the least faith in the wild. Yeah. Well I I think what needs to I think at best what the wild need to be doing right now is just kind of going relying just kind of waiting for either someone to pick up the contracts of Prese or Suter Suter. Because even getting rid of one of those contracts improves us a little bit. We can Get some prospects and try and rebuild. That's the best case scenario right now. So, like, I enjoy going to their games. It's yeah, good, don't get me wrong. Nice, I love going as a kid. I love, and even still, I love going to the X. It's great. It's just the team. Like, go, let's be honest. We've been this team's been around since like uh, I want to say ninety, early ninety, late nineties or so. So at least this iteration, and we don't, we haven't even gone out of the second round of the playoffs. In this time. I actually like wrote an article that never got published, and I was told why about the wild playoff history, and a um, hundred and I think it was one hundred and twenty-four years was like the Stanley Cup, but it's the Chicago Blackhawks are the New York Yankees. Yeah, we, well. We, or do the Vikings – so let's, let's, let's ponder this for a little bit. Do the Vikings have that one team they can't beat if they face them? Because I, I, the Packers – it used to be the Packers, but we can get over that hump. Yeah, you know no. See, this is the thing. Like, I'd say the three biggest – Three teams we've struggled the most with are Seattle, Green Bay, and, and New Orleans. Seattle, like, it's just because we have to play them every every year in prime time at this point. So it's just like we've never been able to beat them then, and we still can't now. Like last year's Monday night game, if that was a Monday night game. Yeah, that fumble. Oh man, we thought we had it good. Yeah, but like, here's the thing: like, with a lot of the teams in our division, like we've been able to beat them. Like, like even the Packers, we've had a couple victories over over them now and again. Like, it's just the thing it is like for the Viking Vikings, they never real. They usually can get to good regular seasons, but they never can get get past the hump and break the narrative. That's the big issue. Could it be that the team lacks belief in itself? Because mm. I recall watching the Bears game two years ago. It was a win and you're in, and the defense just it just looked like it gave up. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think it's just like a lot of belief. I think what what the big issue is if this team doesn't get get a first round bye, it's just they lose it all. They lose the belief. It's gone. Well, let me see. There's four teams, four divisions, my bad. You got to win the division to get the bye. I don't yeah, know. You, yeah, that's what. That's the big thing this year. The Vikings really got to take the, that division. Cause well, the, the Lions, I don't think they're a threat. The, the Bears. Lions are – too busy trying to copy the Patriots to really kind of care. Plus, you have Matt P- Patricia as your head coach. Coach. Then <laughs> in, in the mock draft, it has, like, the lines in, like, the top five. 
Yeah. For next year. They're trying to they have a horrible secondary. They got they got a lot of rebuilding to do. Because when you bring Brady over from the East or the NFC boy, I'm getting my uh, AFC East. Conference has confused it. From the AFC, you have to basically get through in any order um, the Packers, maybe, the Saints, probably, the Buccaneers, probably, the the uh, Seahawks, and yeah, well, we could probably add the Eagles or the Cowboys, but I'm going to go with the Eagles on that one. Yeah, well, that's the thing. thing. Like, this year – we need to take is probably the best time we need to take the division because like this is like Zimmer's make or break year to me. Yeah, that I'd agree with that because like like essentially right now Lions are trying are kind of Lions and Bears are kind of just there. They're they're not really like big threats to make the push. Bears maybe depending on if Nick Foles can re resurrect his career, but they don't I have don't, much offense, though. Yeah, they don't have much offensive firepower. Like, and the thing is, with the Packer, Packers, they didn't really – this was one of the deepest wide receivers draft when they needed but, yeah, one. And the Packers have no receivers other than Devontae Adams. Yeah, all you have is Devontae Ad- Adams. Like, I know that they were kicking around the idea of going after Nuke Hopkins until he got traded to Arizona, but even still – Still, oh. like, that would have hurt. I'm going to be honest. That, that would have hurt. Wait, I wanna, I'm going to go read the news sources on that trade. because So, so apparently, here, I'll, leave, I'll, t- I'll tell you about it. So, Pat McAfee sat down with uh, Vince Lombardi Barty, uh, a little while back. And then, uh, apparently, they talked about the idea of Deion Hopkins, because at the time that Texans were floating around – trading him they they talked about potentially the Packers going after Hopkins and during the free agency see so apparently a beat writer for uh, some somewhere for the Packers picked up on that and that got really kind of got traction in Green Bay which I don't think Packer fans are too on board with a lot of stuff like that but I feel like they would have been on board because even if if say say they got like Jordan Love even with the Jordan Love draft they could still get him him and even still, they'd still be competitive. So, Nuke Hop, uh, that would have changed. That would have put Green Bay in more of a blockbuster than Arizona. Yeah, that would have. I know, and it's a scary thought, even as a Vikings fan. Like, Nuke, imagine Nuke Hopkins in our division. That's like, oh, and God. Devontae Adams. Yeah, Nuke Hopkins and Devontae Adams. Like, that would have been on the level, if not better level, than Diggs feeling before we traded Diggs. Yeah. But at least we got Justin Jefferson. So yeah, no, I can't really complain. Playing. Like, people say, like, we're not going to be a threat this year. Uh, have you seen Green Bay? All they have is Devontae Ad- Adams. Adams. We at least have wide receivers. When it comes down to it, the division, you face three teams twice. That's six games. So probably going to say the loose of the Bears and the Packers once. Yeah. For whatever reason it may be. So that's four wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty good position to win the division. Yeah. Like, it's trying to get the higher seed and – what mm-hmm. I'm going to look at this next NFL season is the Saints Bucks, how that's gonna work. Yeah, and they're that playing week one. They got week one prime time. So it's I'm still I'm still I still don't understand why Brady went to the Bucks, but I don't think I watched Well, here's the thing. Um it was oh you know during that whole uh Jimmy Garoppolo switch situation. There was rumored that Belichick was trying to campaign to get Brady sent sent away to San Francisco instead of Jimmy G. So, 
But, you know, I, I thought I had fantasy football down and then the offseason happened and you have to throw all the stats out the window almost because yeah, quarterbacks change teams, mm-hmm. running backs have new systems, wide receivers have new quarterbacks. Yeah. All across the board. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I think, I think really like, I think, think it mostly goes to kind of what Kansas City did, has been doing. Like, you, you got in the homes, homes at your as your QB, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Nicole Hardman, and Tyreek Hill, Hill all in your receive, receiving core. That's pretty much an unstoppable receiving core. So they're trying to build their own systems related to that. One built on speed and and elusiveness. So I, I would not be surprised if the Chiefs took one again if they yeah. were number one. If they had been once. Yeah. No, I feel like the only. Right now, nah. right now, the biggest, their really biggest issue is the Ravens, which, I mean, I mean they got some good pieces. Like they got, they spent their first round on defense. Uh, they did pick up another J. running K. back. Dobbins? Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, the Ohio State kid, who I honestly thought would go to the Chiefs in the first round. Because not to knock who they picked, I think Dobbins has a lot more upside. That's okay. So when I first discovered the Chiefs got a running back, I was like. I was like, it's over. Yeah, no. Like, I knew going into this draft, they were going to go for go after a running back for a couple reasons. One is that majority of the teams already had their main guy at running back or something, and then that's the thing. Two, they would need someone to com- com- accommodate their accom- – sorry, I can't talk. Accompany their current one, Damian Williams, who I thought was decent, but you could do a little better. So. Yeah, I know it's it's gonna be a interesting, interesting um, yeah, way to see how it goes down and yeah, going well, going think... to going to base. You want to do football or baseball? I don't care. Baseball, baseball might start. No basketball. Sorry, everyone. Basketball might start mid July. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Like, I know they're considering either Disney World or Vegas, which honestly, I don't know. No, like, the big issue is, like, players have been vocal about, like, you know, trying to get the – trying to restart this – recontinue the season. I'm like, uh, majority of you guys are already behind in the playoffs. Like, the only t- – I looked at the – this today, the only teams that are actually close to getting in, in, and but it's like a game or two, two are the Pelicans, Kings, and uh, Trailblazers. Yes, Trailblazers. <clears throat> Other than that, uh, the Eastern Conference is really kind of all locked up, locked up because the closest team to taking the eighth seed is the Wizards, and they're behind by six games. So yeah, I I understand why you would want the regular season to resume so that people, so that these athletes can get back in the groove, get in the grind. But like, if I'm the Timberwolves, if I'm the Warriors, if I'm the Suns, the King, the Knicks, and Cavs, this if it's I'm over. The Knicks and the Cavs. Why should I bother? And Stephen A. even said this. Why even bother? Yeah, we get we do get money out of it. We do get revenue. We do get some like TV time. But our season is done. Yeah, you might as well have like uh, um, have the playoffs start like July something, July fifth. I don't know. Yeah, you can get it done and done and maybe like. Three weeks. But the hard, the hard part is um, location. Jared Dudley said this on the uh, the jump is you got to quarantine everybody. Yeah. So you play the game like they do in wrestling, basically. You you go in there, you do your you do your promo, you do your match, do your game, and you go right to the hotel. 
and you go basically hotel, arena, facility. Mm-hmm. And you just go boom, boom, boom. I don't know how you get food. I don't know. But yeah, I do that's... know that one coach, don't recall which coach, but it was NCAA football, went to get toothpaste and got in trouble for it, for breaking quarantine, for getting toothpaste. I just, I. Yeah. It's I don't a, get it. It's all messed right now, the sports world, with all this stuff going on, being honest. I, I think that uh, even, even athletes are saying things that shouldn't be said. Yeah. Did you see what that Tampa, Ray, Tampa Bay Rays guy said? What did he say? I didn't that hear That pitcher it. said something along the lines of, I'm not going to go out there and play if I'm not getting paid as much as I would. And he got a bunch of flack for it. Are you <laughs> sure like, you're not talking about Dak Prescott? No, it was it was a Tampa Bay. It was a it was a pitcher in MLB. No, and I'm sure other players are like, why would I go out there and put myself on the line? Yeah. I don't blame them. I understand that us being the viewers are craving for anything to distract us from what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But you gotta, you gotta, you got to um, have sympathy for these opinions. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I feel like the only thing really keeping majority of us safe of the like people in check right now is just kind of like, just watching old sports highlights or just playing video games. Like, did that's you, what I've been doing. So, Did you watch The Last Dance, the whole thing? Uh, Yes, I I did watch the whole, whole thing. So Honestly, I watched a little bit of it. What, yeah. what do you think of it? Honestly, I think it's very it's very interesting thing to kind of see the what kind of happened during that season. Because, like, that was sort of like one of the last time. That was sort of like the peak of the bull, Bulls, I'd say, say, in my opinion. Because, like, I mean, not get, not to really kind of egg on them. It's just, like, they've never really been good ever since that one – that game they – that one game. So, that one series, that final season, I should say. But, yeah, like, I watched the whole thing, and I think my opinion is, like, I understand why, like, towards the end – uh, they offered to like have Phil come back, and they said they would try to at least get the band back together. But he's like, "Nah, that was the last hit. This is it. That was the last dance." Like he said. So, well, I didn't. I missed a few episodes in the middle, but I really liked the insider information from the players. That yeah. was nice because yeah, you don't get that often. Yeah, no. Nah. You don't really see a whole lot of that. Even even the reporters or the coaches and um, mm-hmm. hold on, they they actually asked Steve Kerr if he would do that for the Warriors, and he was like, "No." Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that it was a different era they were in. Like, it was the complete. It it was before like we had like the me the internet, media, and phone phones, all that stuff. So. Well, I the, the the biggest kick I got out of it was Dennis Dennis Rodman. That dude was just yeah, no. He, he missed practice for like two days and shows up on WCW. Yeah, <laughs> and somebody somebody said this dude skipped practice for a scripted chair shot. I was like, that's just beautiful. Yeah, I know. Honestly, <laughs> like that whole. Like, I think I re- I was always a big fan of, out of that group. I was always a big big fan of Scotty Pippen. But De- Rodman has also been hilarious just because, like, he was – he just was, like, the guy who was not afraid to get into a street fight on the basketball court. I, I feel like I, – I sense that he's the kind of guy who yeah. – you hang out with him, he's pretty chill. But once you get on his bad side, you better watch out. Yeah. 
And yeah. I remember watching this um, Untold docu. It was like a WWE Untold about the same situation for WWE side. And my brother was like, you think they're going to mention that on the last dance? And they did. Yeah. Um, I find it fascinating how there's just so many perspectives to that. Yeah. And you get the greatest player to ever live the game of basketball mm-hmm. for now. I mean, I don't know. I think ever. the whole debate's stupid, in my opinion. Let's not go down that We know you want to get it out. We get it out. So, um, don't want to go down that la- rabbit hole. So. <laughs> but here's, here's, my, here's my take on it. I really, as a sports reporter, the only thing I didn't like is they would, and this is, is they would go from 19, like 81 to 1991, and they kept going back and forth. And I was like, I understand it when you're doing a profile for a player, you have to go back in time to learn more about them. But I was not in favor of, it's game six with the Utah Jazz or it's yeah. game seven and then the ball flips and then you just go backwards to like a different series. It's like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the, uh, it was, it was just the way the story was woven. I wasn't a big fan of, but it was the number one program in America for a while. Yeah. Well, and that was sort of like the thing, like it would, it, this whole series was, like, supposed to be uh, aired in, like, thank God, I think it was, like, June or, or so, but they pushed it up, like, a little while after the COVID thing in because would, this would definitely get people to watch more, more and have, like, more viewership. Well, they got the Lance Armstrong documentary part one happening on Sunday. They got the Sammy yeah. Sosa. So, at least – ESPN is is helping us out. Yeah, they're giving us a care package. So, (laughs) all you can really do right now as a sports fan is do is is watch old games Mm -hmm. or get updates on the future. That's your only two options. Yeah. Which is kind of you're kind of looking for more, but you can't have more. Yeah, because usually at this time, like Stanley Cup would be over, uh, NBA be NBA over, finals. they would have wrapped up. Uh, usually, this would be like when baseball season start is starting to get into that big stretch, and like they're trying to get things going. Uh, yeah, just like there's not a whole lot in the world going on right now to give people enough to talk about sports. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about music for a little bit if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, no, like so. Um, a lot of interesting news stories coming out of the charts this week. I didn't do it last week, but. Believe it or not, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber are our number one single in 2020. Uh, seriously? Yes. Oh, my God. So, it's called Stuck With You, but here's the catch. is Their label purchased sales so the sales will get boosted up. Oh, so they pretty much rigged it. Yes, exactly. Nice. And they're number one. And number two is Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj. Even a better song. Um, But, like, so so Nicki Minaj, after however many years she's been on the um, horizon, finally got her number one. Mm -hmm. It was just that the song was made by Doja Cat, whose producer has been alleged of certain crimes. Yeah. And number three is uh, six nine, if you know who that is. Yeah, I know. Who so he got out of prison. Oh, he did he really? Or? Yes. So he snitched, and he's out of prison now. Oh. And he made a song called Gooba, and I and let's just say it's 
not good. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Who do you think he's made Wake's worst music? Him or Antonio Brown? Because, good lord, I've I, I as someone who has listened to his songs, not not intentionally, but because I was intrigued at what they were, what he was doing with his life. They are bad. They're bad. I haven't even listened to Antonio Brown. I've listened to Lonzo Ball, though. Yeah. Honestly, the only athlete, like, who I think has got a pretty good singing voice is Victor Oladipo. That man can sing. Hey, man, John Cena can sing, too. Okay, yeah. That dude can rap, too. Yeah. I've not, I've not heard of Victor Oladipo. Stuff. Uh, in you don't know who Victor Oladipo is, or or I haven't don't... heard of like his rap. No, he's not like a he's not like rapping. He's Wait. more like just standard singing. Like I can't play you a song song obviously because of copyright, but I'll never look into that. That dude is probably when like we go off the air. I will players. I will play you a Victor Oladipo. I will <laughs> share with you Victor Oladipo's music. You can't do free use or fair use? <laughs> nope. All right. Well, the number the number four song is Blinding, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, and that song is like – that song was WrestleMania's theme song, so you might yeah. have heard of it. Yeah, probably. And then we have um, – was it Beyonce? I think Beyonce is at number five. I, I got to say – I got to give props to these artists for being relevant for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Eminem's been killing it since 1997. Yeah, like he's like someone who who hasn't really like fallen away away from his career. So I give him props well, for it. He's he's stayed true to himself mm-hmm. and he hasn't been a parody of himself unlike Drake. I I am Yeah. I am through with Drake. Yeah. His his last good album was like Nice for What? God's Plan. Yeah. That was it. I think number basically the rest of it is um I think Justin Bieber is not else. Yeah. I don't have it off the top of my head. Yeah. But like I I'm just for myself. I believe music is therapy because mm-hmm. I li- I follow mainstream music and I I find like finding songs is a new hobby for me. Yeah. And there's people coming out with quarantine music, which is basically about quarantine. Some of it's great, some of it's not so great, but at least in times like this, music can unite us because it's just yeah. a universal thing. Yeah, and that's like, I, my, see what I've been doing like the, this whole time is like mostly like I've been either just kind of doing music, sketch, I've been either listening to music and sketching or just kind of like gaming, gaming. Like I know I probably spent, spend more time like gaming in quarantine than I probably have in majority of my life. Like, like I mostly have just been playing, like, uh, I have a, I have my switch and I've just been doing animal crossing mo- mostly because it is a good game. That's such a popular game. Right yeah, now. It has become a popular game and I just ordered, I'm hoping it comes on time, but I ordered a Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition. So hopefully that'll be here soon, but other than that, like, yeah, I've just been kind of, kind of been finding ways to keep myself, just kind of keep myself mentally and fit, mentally up and keeping myself in check. That's really kind of what I've, my quarantine's been like, so. For me, I'm starting to think of getting PSN back because they got Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And this campaign is actually pretty awesome. I just, yeah. just can't. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't even play NHL and MLB – or, no, NHL and NBA. But yeah. mm-hmm. 
I'm, I've, I don't really watch the news. We discussed this before the, broad, broad, the broadcast. But I've been watching some Netflix. And um, for all of you out there, if you haven't watched Madam Secretary, I recommend it. I finished the I entire have. series. I have watched you that have? too. Yes, I have watched this whole series. Series. I think it's actually a good show. Show. So. I think it's a good show too. I. My uh, one of my pastor friends, he said that's a show, and I was like, why not? Yeah. Like, I think like mostly my Netflix is like just kind of like like doing like a lot of like what's either popular or just sort of like shows from like my childhood. Like I binged the whole Pokemon animated series on there. I've done like, I, there's like a lot of the old Power Ranger series on there that I just kind of watch when I'm bored. So. You know, like an Avatar the last airbender on yeah, there. Yeah, I actually, I had, I actually have been meaning to watch it. The only thing is I have it on Blu-ray in my basement. And so I really don't really need to watch the whole thing because I've like seen it a billion times. But it is My, a uh, professor. Was, her kids were watching it when I was on a Zoom meeting with her, and I was like, "Yup, my family was watching that last night." I, yeah. I think I would be willing to go out and say that Avatar is top three anime for me all time. Yeah, that's that's true for me too. As someone who's like a big anime head head in my personal life. That is one of my favorite animes of all time. You know, like some people don't consider it an anime, but I think it kind of counts. So I might start watching it now, but I'm not, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'm at like that stage where you just finished watching a series and you're just like, what do I want to do now? <laughs> Find another series. Why not? Cause you know what? I'm gonna y'all are gonna hate me for this, but I am kind of want to watch Pretty Little Liars. Don't go down that rabbit hole, man. <laughs> don't, Aaron. Let me tell you, don't, don't. You know what? I'm just gonna say this. If someone that was watching this, I would not mind watching it with a girl. Like, just like if that's her show, I'm okay. Yeah. But right now, I'm waiting. For the society, which comes out, I don't know when. Yeah. I might have to stick to Avatar. Yeah, do, do. Like, the thing is right now that also bumps me out is, like, the movie theaters are closed and, like, everything's getting delayed. Like, I don't – it makes me upset. You know what's really odd is there's a, there's a movie, The Purge, election day or the purge? election year purge election year it's supposed to come out in theaters i'm like i think this is like i think that's the first movie that has been um what's the word advertised to be in theaters yeah well that's the thing i think like majority of like these movies are getting pushed back back and yeah fast nine is it fast nine is getting put get got pushed oh. back uh i actually think uh the new wonder woman movie it's supposed to come out in june i want to say but i think that's going to probably get to get pushed back it's got what's marvel's what's marvel's movie this year uh black widow which i think i think they're good on i think that was actually supposed to come out this month let me check um it's Marvel, whoever owns Marvel, the writers for Marvel are you mean brilliant. Disney? Well, the, the writers for Marvel. Oh, is that you? Oh. Yeah, it's me. Oh, because okay. So I looked it up. Black Widow was supposed to come out the 24th. So. Oh, I got pushed back. It probably got, it either got, would, it probably got pushed back. Yeah. What would Pixar's movie be this? Pixar's movie be? Uh, I don't I'm know. Not. I I, no the idea. last one I was really interested in was the um, one with the purple alien and the little girl inside out. Uh, no, that's the, the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's like the one about the alien, I should say. So I liked up a lot. Yeah, was, I liked, 
I'd say my all-time favorite Pixar movie is probably Wally, about the little robot. So, I would have to go with Cars. Yeah, Cars is a good one. Like, that's the thing. Like, you can be no depending. You don't need to be like old. It, there's no like young or old age gap for like Pixar movies. Like, you can do whatever you want. Want like I my mom has admit like her favorite like Pixar movie is the Toy Stories. So. I can't believe they made a Toy Story before. Yeah, I mean, I, m- me and my family watched it. It's actually good. It's actually pretty good. So, I think you should leave sequels. Yeah. If if, if you if you end the movie, it's over. Except they didn't do that for. What? Um, no, never mind. I don't know. Like. The only thing on right now, outside of cable news and, and, and sports coverage, can you think of anything? No, not really. Like, I know I've been following a little bit of the media. Like, I think most, like, TV shows, like, most of their shootings, like, pretty much done. It's just they're kind of waiting till waiting – till they actually start their next season to like get back to to let things get back to normal before they start filming again. So I heard uh yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. This this holy cow. We got a I, lot to sort through. So yeah. My dad said it ain't ever happened in his lifetime. He's fifty something years old. Yeah same with my mom. Like we've never had anything like this. So It's, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds, but I will say this. As much as the media is saying it's getting worse, I actually think the more we find out about this and the more we get, the more we know, the better it will be. Yeah, probably. But, but you know, other than that, uh, I think we're probably going to stop there here for right now for everyone. So we appreciate you all taking time out of your day to listen to us ramble on about this stuff. But we do appreciate you and we hope you can join us again. So stay safe, all. everybody. Stay safe. Yes. Bye.